our Heavenly Father, please fill this space and wherever the listeners are with your Holy Spirit and open up their ears to hear your message and let my words be your words in Jesus' name. I am human and prone to error. Please help me if any of my flesh gets in the way of your message because my heart's desire is only to share what you have placed on my heart. Guide me with the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. Have any of you turned on the TV or the radio and heard various forms of introductions about what to do to get closer to God and to find peace, joy, and hope or the road to happiness and success? I can tell you I have. There isn't a day that I'm not bombarded by various platforms. I've heard and done many of these things in life such as meditation, for example, to find some peace, joy, and hope. Will I try them now, you wonder? I will not try them now, because I know they can occupy my time and distance me from the one true God, Jesus Christ, who is and was and is to come. And because, as a close friend of mine said recently, I would be following the creation and not the creator if I continued to do those things. Romans 12, 2 in the Bible states, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. If you have tried any of these things, I can't tell you what happened to you and your heart, because only God knows your heart. But I know what happened in my heart when I tried them. Some of these methods helped, and some hurt. But none of them came close to what happened in my heart, mind, and soul once I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And none of them came close to the power that I received to be able to overcome my trials in life and help others. The peace, joy, and hope that entered my heart, mind, and soul after my experience with Jesus Christ just three years ago in the midst of trials, surpassed anything I've ever experienced. As I spend more and more time in prayer and in following Jesus, I was able to more clearly hear and recognize my own head voices, the enemy voices, and God's voice, as do many that I've met along the way and many I have studied online. Some of them are scientists, maids, doctors, celebrities, presidents, 
senators, people who are in jail, and people living on the streets. They come from all walks of life and backgrounds and choose to follow Jesus and hear his voice. John 10, 27 states, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Many of Jesus' followers help thousands of people all over the world. I am inspired by them and try to learn from them each day. Some of them have fully overcome their trials. Some are able to change their entire lives around. They each have their own journey and are getting more and more transformed into becoming like Christ each day through the Holy Spirit. I heard the following messages in my mind first during my morning prayer and then I found the verses in the Bible. I haven't fully read the Bible yet as I'm very new in my walk with Jesus Christ. What's fascinating to me is that I write what I hear down first without knowledge of the verses in the Bible. Then I find them in the Bible afterwards. I get awed each time. Please don't think I'm trying to give credit to myself. On the contrary, this demonstrates the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and how the Holy Spirit works to transform people. Many hear the voice of God as they pray and listen wholeheartedly for his voice. Many can hear him clearer than I can. Here is some of what I heard in my morning prayer that I was told to put along with Bible verses, then go tell the others. After I heard this, I heard to read Revelations 3.22, which I had no knowledge of. It states, Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. When I read this, it coupled with what I heard and matched the Bible. This was confirmation that this was really coming from Jesus along with multiple other confirmations I received. I heard a song. Forgive me, since I don't have the best of voices, I'll spare you the singing part of it. Here it is. And in the morning, the tomb was empty. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. That was the end of the song. Then I heard, I am the Alpha and Omega, the one and only Son of God in heaven. There is no other. Remember this. Mine is the highest power. Tell the people to follow me. I am the Alpha and Omega, the one and only Son of God. I will heal the nation and nations to come.
I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. That was the end of what I heard. He wanted me to talk about the part, he says. Tell the people to follow me first. So please, let's take a closer look at that today. Mark 1, 16 states, As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in a boat, preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. Here we see a demonstration of how Jesus called people to follow him and how swiftly his disciples followed him. Please allow me to tell you a story of one of the ways of how I came to follow him more and more over time. I used to say that maybe Jesus was a prophet. I never realized what I was really saying. Have any of you ever said that? Jesus is a prophet? This allowed me to kind of rationalize the entire Bible, which I had not really even read, and look at the Bible through a human origin without the Holy Spirit. That's what we understand best as humans. We understand what is within our immediate physical surroundings that we can clearly see, touch, and hear without seeking for it. After my experience three years ago, I started to see the Bible through God's eyes because I would pray and ask for Jesus and the Holy Spirit's presence wholeheartedly into a reading session. After reading the Bible that way, I realized that if I said Jesus is a prophet, I would automatically make him out to be either a liar who went through great lengths to make up all of these fake miracles and falsely claim he is the great I am, or a crazy person who could cure tons of people and somehow manage to convince all his disciples to stage a false resurrection and lie for him and I gruesome deaths for him just to prove a point. A great preacher named Ed that I listened to once said, You may say or think, Well, Ed, but people die for what they believe in. But people don't die gruesome deaths for something they know to be false. Furthermore, the lying prophet doesn't match an honest, truthful Jesus that religious scholars from various religions agree is his main characteristic. This understanding made me come to a realization that I have to make a choice to believe Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior wholeheartedly and follow him. We all have to make a choice at some point in our lives. 
I ask you now, are you ready to make a choice today? Are you ready to follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as he wants us to do? Are you ready to make that commitment and repent for your sins and turn and follow Jesus for the rest of your life? Because as Billy Graham says in his sermon, if you are indecisive, indecision is a decision in and of itself. So you need to make a choice. Will you turn away from Jesus? Or will you follow Jesus? You may be wondering, what does it mean to follow Jesus? Let's look at what some scriptures say regarding following Jesus Christ. Mark 8.34 states, then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. I have literally experienced Mark 8.34 in my own life. And that is exactly what happens once you follow Jesus with the leading of the Holy Spirit that he asks the Father to send. The Holy Spirit leads you into transformation and to peace, joy, and hope amidst trials and suffering. I resigned as a pharmacist three years ago after practicing over 20 years of pharmacy because in my prayers I heard that I'm supposed to do that. I didn't understand at the time why, but after multiple confirmations, I resigned. One month later, COVID took over the country. I was then led into a completely different mission involving substance use disorder that ended up saving multiple lives and still does. I am supposed to now do a talk on it, which I'm working on. It didn't make sense at the time. And it hurt at the time. But later, you find out why you had to do those things you were asked to do in prayer. Matthew 10.34 states, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. 
Now, this scripture can be a little bit confusing to some, as it was to me. To some of us who love our family so much, it can be so hurtful thinking that we have to leave them now to follow Jesus. And to some others who are not so fond of their family, they may think, all right, this is my ticket to leave some of my family members and go follow Jesus. I prayed to him regarding this, and what I heard was to love my family, exactly as they are. Be patient with them, and to pray for them. And so that is what I do. I love them, try to be patient, and pray for them. Notice the key word here is try. Still a work in progress. At the same time, I prioritize Jesus in my life through constant prayer, reading the Bible, following what I think I hear him say in my prayers, and going to church whenever I can. I try my best to follow Matthew 22, 36. It states, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Some of you might be thinking, wow, that is hard. And some of you may think, oh yeah, I do that all the time. I love everyone. So I ask you, have any of you been in a situation where you had somebody be really mean to you and say the worst things ever that hurt you deep down inside? And it was so tempting to just turn back and tell them all the mean things that you're thinking about them because you're so angry and you were in the moment. Like when you're stuck in traffic in LA, for example, or when you're having an argument with your teenager or when you're standing in the grocery store and you're in a hurry because you've got to get somewhere and someone cuts you off. Can you be loving in those moments? Or can you be loving if someone killed your loved one in a hit and run or stole your purse or burglarized your house? It's so hard to not be angry at that person in that moment or even later and say something mean back to them, or simply keep unforgiveness and hatred in our hearts. Is there any thought of love in your mind and heart in those moments or circumstances at all? It's easy to love those who understand us and love us back, but it's hard to love our enemies. The reason I'm bringing this up is because of the highest commandments that I mentioned earlier about loving our God and loving one another. If you're thinking that it's hard to follow Jesus and follow what the Bible says, there's so many rules that we need to follow. You are correct. It's extremely hard to do this in our flesh. 
That is why we need the Holy Spirit sent by the Father when we ask for him in Jesus' name. John 14, 25-26 states, All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. And if we follow Jesus and we follow his commands, the highest commandment that he has is to love our God and to love one another. If we truly did that and followed Jesus and took in the Holy Spirit into our hearts to help us with that, then we could have so much love and peace starting with amongst our own families first and then extending that to others and our enemies as well. Nations would put down arms. People would not want to fight each other anymore because there was nothing but love between them and because they would want what's good for their enemies rather than what is good for themselves. If you think of that visualization in your mind, you can clearly see how this highest commandment that Jesus has stated in the gospel can literally bring peace to the entire earth and would open up the doorway to heavenly peace. And this type of peace can only be achieved through following Jesus and receiving the Holy Spirit from the Father and allowing the Holy Spirit to transform you because otherwise it is extremely hard, just like you thought. If you want to follow him now and find everlasting life and peace, joy and hope in your heart, you can start by reading and accepting Romans 10, 9, wholeheartedly. It states, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so the journey can begin for you as well. Thankfully, the Bible is available on the internet. It's just a finger touch away now. Now more than ever, you can Google the Bible and it'll pop up. We need Jesus. We need to follow him. We need to ask for his forgiveness for our sins. So he sends us the Holy Spirit to indwell in our hearts and to help us be able to follow Jesus' commands. The Holy Spirit can help us to not follow our fleshly desires and instead to be able to love our enemies and do those things that we cannot do otherwise. I hope and pray that this message has brought you to the truth and light of Jesus Christ the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and that it has brought you to the one whose tomb was empty because after he was declared dead, he was raised from the dead and was seen by many on earth.
I hope and pray the Holy Spirit will work in your life to find Jesus and follow Him. May God's grace, blessings, and face shine upon all of you and your families. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. Decided to follow Jesus.